Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Kylie Camps, owner of the kind parenting company, wife, proud mom of twin boys, and happiness advocate. This podcast is a place for women who want more from life. It's your time to cultivate more self-care, compassion, happiness, love, and confidence. Let's have real conversations to help you feel better, choose better, and live your best life. Welcome to episode 46. Today's podcast is an interview with Dave Powell Tabane also known as the power man. Now, it's not every day that you have a chat with someone in full superhero getup, but Dave is super, super passionate about spreading his message of empowering children to understand the actions that they can take when it comes to dealing with bullying in the schoolyard in particular. Dave has written two books and has another one on the way. His first book is called Unleash the Hero Within, and his second book is called Discover the Strength Within. I will pop links to his books in the show notes as well, so be sure to check those out. And I really hope you enjoy my quick chat with Dave Powell to me. Thank you so much for joining us today, Dave. Hey, awesome to be here. So for a bit of background for our listeners, you're kind of a mixed bag of titles you're an author of two children's books which we're going to focus on but you're also the creator of a 30-day challenge which is a challenge designed to really change the habits of adults in the health and fitness space and then that led you into holding events and becoming a really sought after motivational speaker is that right uh you could call it that i don't call myself a motivational speaker but I uh, just like to help people get clarity and confidence in regards to what they're, what they're trying to achieve. Awesome. Now, you don't have kids of your own, but you've gone well down the path of inspiring little humans. You've gone pretty far down the path because, <laughs> let's be honest, right now you're in Lycra, right? Uh, yes, I'm actually currently <laughs> wearing a power, power man suit, but shh, don't tell anyone I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not the power man. <laughs> Uh, before we started recording, Dave said, I just have to take my cape off. And I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. So <laughs> you've gone down the path of inspiring little humans and in particular really focusing on bullies. So one in four, grade four to grade nine students have reported being bullied 27% of the time. But I would dare say that statistic would truthfully be far, far higher because that's only the reported rate. Not to mention another stat that I came across stated that 70.6% of students have witnessed bullying at school, which is pretty scary. And bullying is such a broad term. It can mean so many things, and I'm sure it varies from age group to age group. But in your experience, what kind of bullying are primary aged kids predominantly facing these days? Look, um, it, it has varied over time. Like definitely from when I was at school, it was a lot more physical. 
um, where what I've found in schools now is we're going into the online sort of space of cyberbullying, social media, uh, you know, taking photos, all this kind of stuff repeatedly. And like just for anyone out there listening, that bullying is something that is done over a period of time. It's a repeat offense. It's where someone is consciously going out of their way to bring another person down or, you know, make them feel upset and or trying to hurt them. And so, you know, that's what I'd like to say on, on that kind of component of it. So, yeah, seeing a lot more online kind of uh, bullying that's happening these days. So, sadly, the kids kind of escape it. You know, they deal for that school, then they come mm-hmm. home, and then they're berated with it, you know, with chat groups and all that. And there was only the other day where I, uh, I work with a young kid who um, he's actually he's, he's, he, he actually is in a wheelchair most of the time. And he's a phenomenal guy, and we're just getting him into racing, uh, wheelchair racing. And he added me to this Facebook group, uh, sorry, this Instagram group the other day. And I thought it was an encouragement group for him because he's got a lot of people to champion him. But it was actually a bullying group where kids from his oh primary gosh. school um, were just like slandering him nonstop, making fun of all his social media pro, uh, posts and all this kind of stuff. It was quite horrible. So, you know, um, how do you I say I can't like, escape it. Yeah, sadly. So, so it is more into an online space. Um, but you know, look, I tell you this, Kylie, the biggest bully we'll ever face is actually within ourselves. And, you know, the big thing that I try and help with is getting kids to change their internal dialogue. That's what power stands for power of words, not just with yourself, but also with others. So, uh, yeah, so that's, that's sort of how I've, I've noticed that change and what the kids are facing these days. And, um, you know, you talked about the bystander effect. The first book is actually about me and my best friend, Stu at a time where Stu was getting bullied and I didn't know what to do. And I actually froze. Now, I don't know anyone out there uh, or those listening would have been in those situations where you see something going on, but you don't know what to do and you kind of freeze, but you know, you know, you could do better. um, You know, if you had a second time at it and that's really what these books are all about, Kylie, because you know, when I was a kid, I was in situations where, you know, we're out of my control, um, you know, Things were happening. I didn't know how to deal with them. But what I did make a promise to myself, Kylie, is that when I get older, when I get bigger, I'm actually going to do something about it. And that's what I do today is fulfilling that promise to my younger self. Yeah, and I think that definition that you touched on at the start is really important. Informing kids that bullying is a behavior that's repeated over and over. And it's something I've always tried to teach my kids is, you know, if something happens to you and someone is unkind to you, try and give them the benefit of the doubt initially but when it becomes an attack and it's happening over and over and over again and like you said in this day and age it's following kids home from school it's a whole other level in your experience I know that you're traveling around to primary schools at the moment but in your experience how young are kids actually being active on social media Look, from I'm no social media expert in regards to kids using their phone, but kids in kindergarten year one have mobile phones. You know, um, uh, there, was, there was yeah, there was a kid the other day. I they were talking about I think they were year one. They were talking about TikTok and having their own phone and and all this kind of stuff. So look, now more than ever, kids are on social media. Kids are, have access to phones, and you know the phones are pretty powerful these days. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like I remember it's getting true. my phone in year six. So it's pretty crazy. I feel like year six is even young to have a phone as well. Maybe I'm just super daggy. But you mentioned that when you were younger, you were in situations where you felt that you were out of control. So were you bullied or were you more so in the camp of watching bullying happening? Uh, All of the above. So uh, the 
as I mentioned before, the biggest bully of a face is actually yourself. And what sort of typically happens, or you know, what I experienced in my own my own thing is, um, the first Power Man book is where I help my friend go through it. The second one is where I help my cousin, which is actually based off my sister, uh, my sisters, because I grew up two older sisters. And the third book is actually where I actually get bullied myself because I couldn't read. And I actually got made fun of a lot of the time at school because I couldn't read. And I actually then took on what those kids said, which were untruths about me being stupid, dumb and silly and all these kind of stuff. And then I actually called myself silly, dumb and stupid. And then anytime it comes to reading or learning, I then had this attitude is I can't read. I'm dumb. You know, mm. so what actually the happened is that. Stuck. Yeah, the label stuff. So from the bullies, it then rolled over to me, then it become my own internal dialogue. And that's the kind of worst bullying that I think that, that you can sort of face because if there's no, uh, there's an old African proverb, there's no enemy within, enemy outside can do no harm. And so um, as growing up in school, I, I definitely had all the forms, whether it was um, uh, people like, you know, my own arch nemesis and bullies at school. I'm actually uh, got into kettlebell lifting because actually I had a kid in high school threatening to always bash me at parties. And so I actually got into UFC and MMA and started to learn self-defense. And that's how I met my mentor, Mark Elliott, who got me into kettlebell lifting. And that then ultimately led to uh, me winning three title, uh, three world titles and becoming who I am today. So all this sort of stuff I do, Kyle, is showing kids that no matter what happens to them, what challenges, what circumstances they come through, is you can spin it on its head and turn a negative into positive and grow from it. And that's how yeah. you turn these challenging moments into the greatest gifts. Because once you go beyond it, once you learn the lesson in the whole experience, who knows what is possible? And that's you know, what we're doing here with Powerman, if I was to put it one way. Absolutely. And I love that. And I think that's so important. And I know it to be true for myself. It's always the hardest times that shape you and really can put you on the path to so many good things. So you mentioned that when you were little, you kind of made a promise to yourself that once you were bigger and stronger and wiser, you would do something about it. But what was the actual catalyst? Like what was the kind of aha, I'm going to write a book moment for you? All right, so you you ready for it? <laughs> so um, <laughs> says the man in lycra. <laughs> yeah, says the man in lycra. You ready? So um, it was always a dream, and the pow actually come from the movie Step Brothers, where the guy goes pow. He's like, "What do you say?" He goes pow. And so it was a bit of a joke. I used to work as an electrician. I had four jobs growing up. I lived in a small town, five hundred people. It's called Yenko. Super super small. Um, shout out to Chloe, who I know is going to listen to this. Uh, who I went hey, to school Chloe. <laughs> hey, Chloe. And, um, and so coming from this small town, um, for me, training was my, um, was my vehicle of change in channeling my frustrations into something that's going to better myself, thanks to my high school teacher, Mark Elliott. So long story short, um, what actually happened was um, I was doing these challenges all over the place, and I did one up in Kilbutcher, which is in um, Queensland, and a young kid by the name of Aiden actually um he actually drew me at the end of the 30 days he lost 11 kilos and really started to look after himself get his confidence and he was an artist and he never told anyone he was an artist and at the end he made me a t-shirt and a singlet and a character to put on social media said power man right and it was this really cool, cool character now referencing back to how power the word got started as an electrician is me and my friend, when we worked in a negative environment, I love my boss, but it was quite toxic with the co-workers. 
what we decided to do that we is we were never going to be negative and let whatever we have to face during the day rule uh, us emotionally, you know, in our moods. We're going to choose our attitude for that day. And you know that song, uh, Taking Care of Business on Kenny Powers, the toilet cleaner guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Was our theme, yeah. that was our theme song as apprentices. So we used to rock up, you know, hanging off the vans and they have the Kenny Powers, that Kenny song playing. And anytime that my coworker would get lazy or um, miserable or moody is you could let off that power and instantly you had to change your state. And so that become a bit of a joke. And then I used it in competition because I was wrecked. So I was walking, working four jobs. You know, I had different things going on at home where my dad was getting sick. And every time my dad got sick, I went bigger in business. So there was these times where I was competing and I was literally like coughing up blood. I was an absolute wreck. But if I turned up to that competition and talked about how tired I was or how much energy I didn't have, I would never have won. And because I wasn't the strongest, fittest or anything like that, but what I could do is get into a state that when it's time for me to lift, I'm going to give it everything I've got plus more. And so I would be at the back because um, I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger and Arnold Schwarzenegger needs to psych out his components before they even got on stage so they know they're coming in second. So I would be at the back going pow and like doing all this funny stuff just to psych everyone else out because they thought I was crazy. All the Americans thought I rode a kangaroo to school and all this kind of stuff and I told them it was true. Just playing around with them. <laughs> but that's where the power come from and then it sort of evolved from there. Uh, now it stands for passion over worry, choosing a life you're passionate about and also power of words. The way you speak to yourself and others shows a lot about you and your character. So that's how it all come about. Aiden, who is the, um, Aiden was the, uh, you know, the young kid, lost 11 kilos, changed his confidence, you know, started to look and learn after, uh, look after his body. He got bullied a lot as well. Um, he drew me that picture. And that day I just had a feeling because it was always a dream, but I never thought I'd do it this young. I always thought it'd be something I'd do later on in life. And what actually happened is I put, I just had this feeling. I put it on Facebook. I said, guys, Powerman is coming. It's a, it's a kid's book helping kids overcome challenges and it's coming. I don't know when, I don't know how, but it's coming. Yes, stay it's tuned. happening. It's happening. And, uh, and literally 10 minutes later, I got a phone call by the name of Gary Evans, who did my program in Ulladulla Challenge and lost 10 kilos. And he called me up and he said, Dave, I'm a publisher. Why have you told me about Powerman? I said, mate, it just happened. This is what we're doing. And he said, mate, I'm going to get the, I'm going to get the, the team together, the illustrator. I've got everything. I'm signing you right now on this phone call. And so I hang up, had the book deal. Um, we put together the team. We recorded it. I spoke it because I'm still not a good writer, Kylie. So I need some help with that. And that's why I talk about kids is get help. And um, so I actually have a, a co-author, Nadia, who I speak the stories to her. She helps put it all into structure. And then we have editors and then we have the illustrator, Shane. And we put it all together that way. And that's how we've been able to create these books so fast um, because we have a good team. And um, so sad, cool. sadly, Gary passed away. Um, he only got to see the book go to number one in the first month. Um, so it was his last book. So it was, it was it's like with this book is putting this book together has been super challenging. Um, but it's also got uh, a lot of meaning to it. And that's why I'm out here every single day, you know, working in four schools, teachers, everyone that uh, wants to listen um so, you know get this message out there because it's got a lot of meaning behind it and the team as well um are really really passionate about it yeah and I can hear how passionate you are about it and I I think that's great and I'm really sorry for your loss in losing Gary that's awful um but it's amazing that you're able to continue and keep moving forward with your book so you have 
three books now. Is that right? Uh, the third one's just getting illustrated right now. So we just it's released our second soon. one. Yeah, Discover okay, the Strength cool. Within. Yeah. And so the first one is Unleash the Hero Within. Is that right? Correct. So every single kid out there in challenging times, they can be their own superhero. Awesome. And That's, so can you give us a bit of a breakdown of Unleash the Hero Within? Because I believe you mentioned that's kind of the book where you talk about what to do if you see bullying happening. Yeah. So it covers the topic of bystanders because uh, there's, a, there's a quote which I'm going to butcher. It says, bad things happen when good people do nothing. And the thing is, in that book, is that it talks about the experience where I see my mate getting bullied. I don't know what to do at the start. We're outnumbered. You know, and I and I feel helpless, you know, and but I know that I can do better and that, you know, that we can find another way. So that's where I, I back up my mate Stu in the book. His real name's Dan, he lives in Hobart, one of Australia's best guitarists. We um I go out and I talk to my teachers and I talk to my parents. Um my dad gave me lots of good advice with bullying uh, as I was growing up and always looking after each other. So um I got some advice. We decided to do a power plan in that book where we started to get strategic and also understand the situation because anyone who out there who is a bully, there is a reason why they're the bully. They're just transferring what's happening to them. So either they're getting bullied as well or they're, um, they're, they're truly coming from an unhappy uh, place and an insecure place. That's why they want to go out of, way, out of their way to make others feel unhappy or sad because Anyone who's truly happy within themselves will never go out of their way to try and ruin someone else's day. And they're the kind of message that we teach the kids. So in regards to that, um, you know, in a lot of schools, you know, if you're not getting bullied, you're most likely going to see it like the statistics you said before. So what do you do if you see it is you do something about it because once you know better, you do better. And that's the kind of messaging in book one. And uh, yeah, and Stu, it's a journey of how Stu loses his confidence but regains it back stronger than ever before so he's actually better from the whole situation moving forward that's so cool and so what age group is that book aimed at dave that book's uh seven to twelve but we've got a lot of parents that are reading it for younger kids as well and the kids love the pictures they draw them in they color them in and all that kind of stuff um and and mind you the the, the parents this is a wild thing kylie when a parent goes out of their way to help a kid through their own bullying things uh issues is they actually start to heal their own issues when it came to bullying and, and their experiences back in the day. So it's got a lot of a lot of meaning to it and, and, a, and a vast sort of age range, you could say, of, of it helping. Yeah, definitely. I know myself, I've spoken about this a little bit on social media, actually, a lot, because this is the first year that my two boys have gone to school and I personally struggled with bullying all throughout school and I had so much fear about sending them to school and now when I'm educating them on bullies, it really does help because I look back and I can see the innocence in it. I can see yes. that, you know, exactly like you said, the old saying hurt people hurt people is so yes. true. And so I definitely understand that when you're talking about the message of parents being able to heal their own past trauma as well. Yeah. And I love yeah. I love the concept of the power plan, giving kids a bit of a pathway, some structure for how to deal with it because inevitably it will either happen to them or it will happen to someone that they're in school with. Can you share any of the kind of key points from the power plan? Uh, so, so each book has different scenarios and a different power plan. So all the power plans put together, there's heaps of strategies. 
uh, but it can be as simple as taking it through breaths before you uh, react. And we try and we try and teach kids that uh, choose to respond rather than to react to the stimulus that's happening. So um, you know that's sort of one little thing. Take a few little breaths. Another thing is understand that it's is that it's the other person that's hurting. Uh, you know, and this is their response to what or their reaction to what's going on in their life. So once they gain a bit of awareness around the situation, um, you know, that it doesn't carry as much um, damage. Uh, how do you say? It doesn't carry as much. Um, yeah, weight. damage in a way. Yeah, weight their yeah. words and so forth. You know, if you if you understand, you know, teach these kids like this is really interesting. Like if you create a force field around yourself. And the words they're saying, which are untrue, they just bounce right off that force field and they go back to the person saying it. And kids are very visual, you know, they've got a wild imagination. So there's lots of little techniques that we go through to, to picture and, um, and you know, in, in the power plant. Um, but each, each power plant is actually specific to the story and what it goes in there. So uh, we do have teacher notes where the kids then build their own power plant around whatever things they're facing. Um, but yeah, little techniques that are super easy to understand, uh, is what we, what we put through that, that power plan, because the moment they can separate themselves from what's happening and actually look at it and go, okay, this is how we're going to deal with it and come up with a solution. Um, it means that they're not stuck in it as much. Um, cause then, yeah, well, it's then giving them some power, some power back rather than feeling helpless. Yeah, rather than stuck in it, you know, and having it over, overcome you, is like step back and go, hey, this has got nothing to do with me. This is this person's issues or problems. Um, yeah, and how the, and so actions. important. And, yeah, so we've got to separate ourselves sometimes. And, you know, we can get too caught into things. Like sometimes when you're in the picture, you can't see the frame. Or, or when you're in the frame, you can't see the picture. Whatever that saying is, I butcher them yeah. all the time. Um, no, I know yeah, what you mean. That, yeah, take a little step back. You can um, start to look at it from a different angle gives you a bit of clarity and I think that that's something I love the force field concept and it's something I've spoken about with my two as well because I use that even now as an adult you know an example I can give you is every day I see this one lady at the gym who always seems to be really really not a fan of me and it makes me super uncomfortable and sometimes I just have to think to myself I've got to put this little force field around myself and that's her issue and so it's something I've spoken about with my kids. So I love that you're getting out there and sharing that message. And as I mentioned, you're doing it in Lycra. So <laughs> I know you've been super busy with book signings and you've also been out and about visiting schools everywhere. When you're visiting schools, are you focusing on spreading that message of the power plan and it's just, I guess, motivating kids to understand the power of words for their own dialogue? Uh, yeah, so what I do in the schools is I, I do multiple different talks. Normally what happens is the school is I'll go, to, I'll go to the teacher or the principals and ask them, you know, what issues do you actually have going on in school? And I'll actually craft stories, um, particularly around book one, two, three, four, and five, and just my own experience to inspire these kids to want to do better and be better uh, when it comes to bullying and seeing bullying go on and all that kind of stuff. So. When I go to these schools, that's what I sort of that's, that's how I customize the talks to these kids to make sure I talk about relevant points for that school specifically. Um, but I also use the stories and um, to inspire these kids to want to be better um, and yeah, want to do better in that in that kind of sense. So um, each school as well gets the school curriculum notes, which for kindergarten to year six, 
which is um, all within the guidelines of the, the Australian um, education system. And mm -hmm. they, yeah, all the schools get that as well to process it after my talk, um, to go through it as a class collective and come up with strategies themselves. Because the kids, you know, like, you know, uh, a lot of times, like what I do at the end of my talks is I get the kids to come up with strategies, kids to come up with solutions. And, you know, in my adult programs, guys, I, I, I teach what's called developing a solution-based mindset. So when you face a challenge or a problem, you actually, instead of focusing all your energy on this challenge or problem and getting uh, overcome by it, is putting your energy on the solution, spending your energy there, which is going to benefit you on the long run. Um, and so we kind of do that with the kids. And, you know, I throw it back to them and get their understanding, which a lot of time the teachers and, and I myself learn a lot from that too. I think that's amazing. And I'm a huge fan of giving kids that bit of control. I was just having this conversation with a girlfriend of mine. We went on a walk this morning and we were talking about how when you do give your kids control over certain things in their life, they are yep. so much more at ease and they don't automatically fight against you. And I guess when we're talking about the topic of bullying, as we've said, the more power we can give mm -hmm. our kids back in terms of knowledge, actions and support, the more... Yep they're going to thrive in their environment and these are things that they need to take you know not through not just through primary school but also through high school and out into the real world so it's an amazing thing that you're doing and I'm sure a lot of our community will want to stay up to date with the power man so where can they find you yeah so what whatever I can go on to is powermanbook.com and any of your listeners your listeners only if uh, anyone out there grabs a school pack for the local school uh, between now and, and 20, uh, 2020, end of January, is um, I'll actually come to the school that you get the pack for. So okay, um, we have a yeah. lot of listeners. <laughs> oh, no, okay. well, seriously, like I, uh, I've got a, some great support in regards to vehicles. And um, yeah, I, I'm out on the road every single day. Some days, Kylie, I speak to five schools in a day, you know, and, and I love it. And so, um, yeah, in regards to the school packs, but powermanbook.com, you can get the first book, the second book. Um, there's some options on there to, um, you know, give a book to a friend and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, it's the perfect the time of year to yeah. choose a meaningful gift. So I'm sure that yeah, a true. lot of our listeners will jump over there. And you also are pretty active on Instagram as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm on there, Dave Power Sabine. That's my personal account. Uh, I manage the Powerman guy. No, I was joking. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, you can reach out on there. Any questions? Uh, I'm always, you know, I'm always ha happy to uh, to help people out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners will jump over and grab one of your books because they sound really needed. And I think in this day and age, the more men that we have speaking about emotional issues, the better. 100% love that. Awesome. Thanks, Dave. Hey, no worries. Pow! <laughs> <Just soon. laughs>
Let's get this dinner party started.